save all the Facebooking and the Instagramming for those times. But when you're on, you're 110% on. Tom Abbott here. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I know pretty much everyone's life has changed at this point, whether it's loss of income, loss of social interaction, or the loss of the ability to travel. This is a really testing time for all of us with no one knowing when this will end. But no matter what situation you're in, I really hope we can use this time to support each other, fine tune our skills, and come out of this stronger. And I feel the least I can do at this time is open the doors to my Mindset for Sales success course to help everyone get through this. I'm sure everyone can use a little motivation right now. I'm also gonna put on a live webinar on 15th April to bring the community together to share ways for us to help each other overcome this together. So just sign up at the link to get full immediate access to the certification course. And I look forward to having you on the webinar on 15th April. Take care, everyone. So we are in unprecedented times, of course. And of course, with, with social distancing, this is changing things. So the current situation right now, obviously people have to start working from home or maybe they're splitting their teams or unfortunately for some people, their businesses have closed altogether. I mean, this, this, this is obviously changing the way we work, uh, the way we sell, and also the way that we deliver our solutions. So this is obviously very disruptive for most businesses. Uh, most of you have been uh, working from home for a while, or at least split teams to start. So it feels like we are now in the new normal. So how do we do that? How do we set up for remote work? So for some of you that have never done this, this will be quite unusual. So, so how do we prepare? How do we get ready to work from home? It's not easy, not easy at all. So it's time now to adapt and time to start learning how we can effectively manage our teams no matter where they are. And we need to give them the tools to succeed. This is super important. So for example, our team, absolutely. Everybody can do their jobs at home, super easy. Uh, for others, well, not everything. Even worse, uh, some of our customers uh, are retail. Well, look, if they have to work from home, <laughs> what exactly are they going to be doing? How are they supposed to sell? So something that we've noticed, and you know, the good news is we've actually been using technology for years. In fact, when, when we first got started, um, you know, we worked from home. That's how we started before we got an office uh, uh, on Venture Drive in the Vision Exchange building here in Singapore. Uh, before we had a team of people, we worked from home. So for us, this isn't that difficult. I mean, you've got to get yourself re ready and set up and everything, uh, but it's different when you start including a team and there's other people that maybe have never worked before. So communication is really important. So let me give you a few tips here. Communication is all about getting the team mentally prepared for remote work. I mean, this is the process. You, you gotta ease them into it. So give them a pep talk to prepare them for the transition. Super important. Get them ready, ease them in. Let them know that everything's gonna be okay. It's business unusual, but we're still moving forward and we're trying our best. So give them a pep talk and prepare them for the transition. 
Uh, our team, in fact, started working from home this week, as I mentioned. They started on Monday working from home. Uh, but we, we did have them come in beforehand to pick up their equipment. And then that's where we gave them a pep talk uh, to get them ready for this transition. So I think getting the team together, you sit them around and you just explain what's going on and talk about how is this going to work and that we're going to get through this together. Uh, let them know that the transition won't be easy. So be honest with them. Uh, let them know that there are distractions. <laughs> Believe me, I know that. And any of you working from home would agree. There's distractions. There's, there's the fridge, all the food in the pantry. There's, uh, you know, household chores like tidying up and doing the laundry. But you really need to stay focused and set clear boundaries. Create a routine. So imagine you are going to work. Well, get up, have some breakfast, have your coffee, your tea, um, and get yourself ready, right? Get settled. Maybe do a few chores around the house first to make sure that your area is nice and clean, and then get started at 9 a.m., like a normal business day. Get ready, have a nice clean environment where everything is tidy and everything is where you need it so you feel mentally prepared to work. One thing that really works well for me here in the home office is I totally feel like I'm in the office. I've got things that are familiar. I've got the, the posters behind me. I've got this poster here, which I always keep on my desk at our office at Vision Exchange here in Singapore. So I'm always, you know, feeling like I'm in familiar territory here in the office, right? So tidy up your area and get ready. You also want to enjoy the perks. Really, there are some serious advantages to working from home. I mean, obviously, let's face it, you can sleep in a little bit longer. Uh, you get to have a more leisurely breakfast. Uh, for us, we got to spend a bit more quality time with the kids this morning before they went to school, because instead of us also trying to get dressed and rush out the door to go to the office, we could just enjoy our breakfast this morning and spend some time with them uh, with a lot <laughs> less yelling, right? So, so that's a lot of fun. You get to have lunch with your family if you're all working from home or if you've got, you know, your mother or your father is staying at home. Um, or if you've got a partner who's staying at home, you get to enjoy lunch together. That's super special. I really, really have been valuing that. Um, and of course, you're going to save time commuting. Why waste all this time in the car or the MRT? We're spending like half an hour to an hour each way just going to and from work. You could be sleeping in. You could get it. You could be getting started on work, which is awesome. I mean, I've been starting first thing in the morning and just kind of, you know, um, spacing things out. So there's some definite advantages to working from home. Now, here's the thing, though. When you are working, you've got to be 110%. So tell your team that. You expect 110% effort when they're working from home. So they got to save their chores, their social media, and other distractions for their breaks, okay? Maybe they have a mid-morning coffee break, they have lunch, they have a mid-afternoon break. Save all the Facebooking and the Instagramming for those times. But when you're on, you're 110% on. So you've got to let your family know this too. That's the hard part. You have your own self-discipline, but maybe the people around you feel like, you know, you're on a holiday 
or it's vacation and they can come in and interrupt you whenever they want. Please, you got to let them know and remind your team to let their families know that they are in a work environment and they're working from nine to five or nine to six with a one hour break for lunch and a couple of afternoon or uh, morning breaks. You've got to get buy-in from your family to make this work. So for us, for example, um, you know, we've let our helper and kids, you know, do the same. So it's, it's not easy. There's going to be times where, you know, we're going to get interrupted, but we try our best to minimize these things, you know, like um, our kids are home right now. <laughs> Talk about risky, right? Our kids are home right now. And uh, our helper, uh, Auntie Joy, is just playing with the kids in their room, keeping them occupied and hopefully keeping them quiet. <laughs> but that's just the reality. If they come crashing in here, I'm not going to freak out like that dude on BBC a couple of years back. I would introduce you to them on the camera and say, hey, here's my boys. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't take life too seriously. Have some fun, but try to set some boundaries. And the last tip that I want to share here before we move on to something else is, you know, when you work from home, it's critical for you to be super laser focused, really. It's so easy to get distracted, shiny object syndrome. But in order for this to work, in order for you to get the most out of your team, there has to be a commitment where they're gonna be working together 110%. You need that commitment from your team. Um, let me just share with you before we talk about the communication tools, let me share with you some communication tips that are going to help you, um, you know, stay in better contact with your team when they're working remotely. So the number one challenge that we're all going to face when our staff move to remote work is communication. It's, it's just not as easy, right? Like when you're working in an office, it's so easy to just turn side to side or walk into somebody's office, tap them on the shoulder, ask them a question. You see them in the hall or in the pantry. It's just not the case when you work from home. It's a lot easier to become isolated and on your own. So the first thing you have to do is realize, hey, it's going to take more effort. You're not going to be able to see if your team is struggling or if they get distracted. You can't look over their shoulder and see if they're on Facebook or something like that. So it takes an extra effort. And that's something that you as leaders need to do. I mean, you can't pop in or turn around and talk to them. So it takes extra efforts. So you have to realize that. So what I suggest you do on a regular basis is hop on a call, either a voice call or a video call, and explain things to them whenever you can. Don't avoid video. Okay, so explain things as best you can uh, because a lot gets lost through email or chat. So for example, um, I know in my case, I used to get frustrated when I would type something in our chat. So we use Slack and I'll talk about that later. I used to get frustrated if there was a lot of back and forth by email or chatting in Slack, if I felt like someone didn't quite uh, understand or get what I was talking about. So the quickest way to remove that frustration, did you guys hear that? It is stormy weathers here in Singapore. Now, hopefully this isn't a metaphor for bad weather ahead. <laughs> But let's, let's just leave that as it is, right? So um, hop on a call. You know, just before we did this webinar, um, I talked through a course outline with, with Song. So we're developing a new course. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's retail selling skills. And we just put the finishing touches on the course outline. So rather than just go back and forth, 
uh, we just hopped on a video call and we could talk through, we both had the document, we just went through it together and it just feels like we're in the office together. It honestly just felt really, really good. So be sure uh, to do that so you avoid any miscommunication or misinterpreting things. Hop on a video call. Um, you could record some quick videos to explain things. So for example, uh, we have um, a sales rep uh, in the Philippines who's been working remotely forever with us. And uh, Elaine wanted to show her how to do some tagging in Infusionsoft. So rather than drop her an email or type it in the chat, she just grabbed her phone, DIY, nothing fancy, and she just recorded herself adding tags and creating notes and assigning tasks in Infusionsoft and then just sent her a video of the recording. Super easy. So you just have to make the extra effort when your staff is working remotely, but when you do it, it actually makes things super easy. Another thing that we do is um, say good morning to your staff every single day. At 9 a.m., all of us just type in the chat, you know, hey, good morning, have a great day, let's crush this, you're awesome, you've got this. Just something encouraging and just check in and, and say hello. So make sure that they do that. We also ask the staff at the start of the day to tell us what they're going to be working on. What are their number one priorities today? So we do that at the start of the day. And um, we also ask them to let us know when they're going for lunch. So this has been really great um, with our remote staff is they all check in and say, you know, hey, I'm going for lunch. And then they'll check back in, back from lunch, right? Um, and then at the end of the day as well, we all sign off and they let us know what did they work on today? What were their biggest wins? What are they most proud of? This is awesome, right? And we're always checking in throughout the day. So it honestly doesn't feel much different than it did when we were in the office, you know? Uh, check in with them every couple of hours. Just, just see how they're doing. Um, with a couple of folks on our team, we're checking in like every hour. You know, we'll set some goals. Um, so for example, with Song, we had him working on the course outlines that, okay, great. I'd like to see a draft outline in uh, an hour and a half. Uh, so he has a very clear, specific goal to work on. And um, I'm here if you need some support, of course, in that time. Uh, but then we just meet up and then we go through it together. And then just before this call, I assigned them a task of, okay, so let's get that first module of this course ready for me to review um, by uh, uh, 5.30 this evening, right? So very clear tasks. And he knows that I'm here when he needs me and we check in with each other on a regular basis. So that's really important. Um, Over-communicate. Honestly, you cannot over-communicate. Most people, if anything, they under-communicate. So in order to make re remote working work, <laughs> you've really got to over-communicate and make that extra effort to stay in touch. And of course, as I mentioned, let them know when you're signing off for the day. Now let's talk about what are actually some of the tools that you can use in order to get your work done. All right, so uh, obviously video, what we're doing right now is the next best thing to face-to-face. -to -face. So use it whenever you can. Uh, what I do with our team is I'm doing uh, daily and weekly video calls with my staff, kind of depending on what their role is. And we're using uh, Zoom. Uh, that's our, our primary uh, tool that we're using is Zoom. So of course, the video is the next best thing to being there live in person. Um, but we do, like I said, we do daily video calls. 
um, weekly for some of our teams to do a, a bigger check-in, but then we're also checking in throughout the day. So video is awesome. Uh, we use Zoom. A lot of people are using it, but there's a whole bunch of other tools that you can use as well. So you could use Zoom or WebEx, uh, GoToMeeting, Skype. Uh, there's Google Hangouts. There's like a, you know WhatsApp video calls. I mean, there's 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 everything out there. So there's also virtual phones. So let me talk about this for a minute. So there's a variety of phone systems available, um, and this is actually one of my favorite uh, tech tools that, that we use. Uh, and you can just Google virtual phone system to find a variety of solution providers. There's a lot out there. But let me just, you know, if I can steer you in the, in, in, in the direction that we've been using anyway, it's called justcall.io. And it seems like all the tech companies these days are using .io. It's so interesting, right? Um, so we're using something called justcall.io. And it's tools like this that let you monitor your remote team's calls uh, even when they're not in the office. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so that you can monitor their activity. So this is actually quite handy. So for us, uh, we get notices on Slack. So we're using Slack as a uh, communication tool. We get notices in Slack every single time a call is made. And that call is recorded to the contact that they're speaking to in our CRM. So let me explain that again. So we're using justcall.io. So when any of our sales reps, and we've got, we've got two, we've got um, one rep in uh, the Philippines and then one in Vancouver, Canada. We run two different businesses, eh? <laughs> that was the Canadian in me just came out when I said A. So we've got uh, two different companies uh, and two reps. And each of those reps is using justcall.io. It integrates seamlessly with their phone so they get a, a number, it, it, it syncs with their phone, it goes into Slack, it syncs with the contact that they're calling through Infusionsoft, which is our CRM. So we can always log in, see that there were calls made, we can monitor how many calls are they making, and it's just a good practice to actually listen to the recordings of the calls and then give your team feedback on how they're doing. So it's just a wonderful tool for sales management anyway to be recording calls. Um, but now more than ever, it's super important when you've got your teams working remotely just to make sure that they're actually working, <laughs> right? That's super important, right? So how many of you have staff that need to make phone calls from home, right? And how are they going to do it, right? That's really the question. How are they going to be making those calls? Are they using their own mobile phones? Uh, is there an online system where you can track their work like we're doing with um, justcall.io? Um, are they using Skype or Zoom or something like that? Or maybe they don't make any calls from home. So sometimes I'll use Zoom for sales calls, especially if it's a video call like this. Um, and I love Zoom because you can record the calls and you can review them later, of course. You know, what was my body language like on that call? What was the customer doing or saying? So, and it's great to debrief calls when you record them. So it's super, it's super valuable. Um, and only one of you is using an online system that can track their work. So this is a great takeaway for all of you guys. Um, look into it. Google justcall.io and some other similar services and see if um, this might be right for your team. Uh, it's really, really useful. It's been a game changer for us, I can tell you that. Yeah, we need something available on mobile phone. Well, the great thing is um, you can have the phone number forwarded to the mobile phone. 
that's what's really great. So that's, that's what we're doing. Um, the, they actually make their call from the mobile phone, but then it gets tracked through justcall.io. So that's neat. Anyway, um, yeah, if it's all decided by your HQ, send them a link. Yeah, super cool. And there's an app for the mobile phone. So you can actually, when you subscribe to justcall.io, there's actually an app that you can download on the phone. So our sales rep, for example, in Canada, she's not even logging in through her laptop. She's doing everything on her phone and it's recording those calls. It's awesome. And then what we can do is we can uh, log into the back end and listen to all the calls. I give her feedback. So it's just wonderful from a sales coaching perspective as well um, and sales enablement, never mind the tracking of their behavior when they're working remotely. So anyway. Yeah, so I'm just loving technology now more than ever. It's kind of <laughs> taking us to the next level, which is so cool. So let's look at some organization tools, right? So we've talked about you know, communication tips and some communication tools, but how do you actually stay organized when you've got your team working remotely? So, of course, you're going to have things like uh, uh, CRM, right? So CRM tools for sure. Um, I'm not going to list them all out because there were so many of them, and I'm sure you're already you know, using your own now. Wink, wink. I hope you are. I'm going to pull you on that later. <laughs> but this is one of the main things that's going to keep you guys on track. If you've got your, your CRM tool and then people can log into the CRM from home. Uh, file sharing services like uh, Dropbox or G Suite. So we've moved all of our folders into Dropbox. So we used to um, have everything stored on an external hard drive in the office and we had it networked and that was working fine in the office. But as we anticipated the need to work remotely, and then honestly, it's always been a, a pet project of ours to have it in the cloud so that we can access it no matter where we are in the world. Or if I'm traveling and I'm giving a talk or doing training halfway around the world, and I'm like, oh, I forgot a slide deck or I want this or that, I could just access it on the cloud without having to ask the team to you know, dig it up for me and, send it to me through um, Slack or something. So these file sharing services are so useful. And then of course, with Dropbox, we've got the Dropbox um, a business suite, if I'm not wrong. And that just allows us to access all of the shared files that used to be in the office, but now we can all access them from home. So we're a lot more productive. You don't have to worry about version one or version two or version three of a file being floated around by email so it could get lost or corrupt or who knows what. And it's just so much easier. So as I said, we're using Dropbox for business and it has a whole bunch of admin tools that allow you to manage files and access levels um, a whole lot easier. So you can put some privacy settings on there. There are certain files or folders that you want some people to have access to and not have access to, so it's great for security as well. It's awesome. Uh, Google Docs, of course. A lot of people have been using Google Docs. Um, and inside Dropbox, they actually have this feature called Paper. So Paper is kind of the Google Docs version for uh, Dropbox. There's also Mac pages, numbers, and notes. All of these things can be used. And what we've done is we're using a combination of all of those things because we're in the Mac environment. Um, and we use Google Docs for some things. So we're using a combination, but then we're just moving them all to Dropbox so they're easily accessible in one central location. So I love that. 
Um, there's also chat tools that you guys could be using, whether it's uh, WhatsApp groups you know, on your phone, or we use that, and also Slack. Uh, and Slack has been a great tool uh, to say good morning to everybody, to check in, um, to share some tips and, and ask questions and whatnot. And we've had a channel to all share our office setup. So we've got a Slack channel called General and one called Random, where we just share random, you know, unwork-related things. And something we just did over the last couple of days is we've been uh, taking selfies of us in our various um, home office setups, just to kind of, you know, share with each other what it's like working from home. And honestly, to see photos <clears throat> of people, um, our team is all over the world. <clears throat> so to see photos of our team in their work environment um, at home <clears throat> has been really cool and it's brought us all much closer together. So that's been really fun. And that's a great way to kind of um, <clears throat> build this team spirit as well. So that's been, that's been awesome. Uh, there's also like some office memes that, that have been shared. So like, um, here's a really cool one <coughs> that Elaine shared with the team at the office. And I love this, right? Every few days, <laughs> uh, every few days would be smart to put your jeans on just to make sure they still fit. Pajamas and sweats will have you believe all is well. So sometimes uh, eating from home with the fridge nearby can be a bit, uh, a bit tricky. <laughs> And I love this too, some work from home fashions. <laughs> super funny, super funny. So um, uh, yeah, so here's the thing, right? It could be very tempting. It could be very tempting to just be in your shorts all day or to wear a singlet and just kind of like relaxing, okay? Now, of course, if it's hot, I get it. But the reality is, you want to feel like you're at work, right? So you want to feel like you're at work. So you can dress down a little bit. I mean, of course, I'm wearing a pair of jeans and I, you know, I don't have a tie on or anything like that, but I'm wearing a nice shirt because you never know when you need to talk to a customer. You never know. So you got to be ready. Get up, shave, get dressed, and just be ready for work because you also feel better too. You honestly feel better when you look better. That, that's just the reality. I mean, you feel like you're ready to work. So that's cool. So thanks, thanks for that. I'm glad I could demonstrate uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the appropriate office attire. <laughs> okay, cool. So definitely, please, these work from home fashions you see on your screen, uh, these are a no-no, okay? <laughs> so let's talk about some productivity tools. Uh, oh, no, I was going to ask you, sorry, I was going to ask you, uh, what CRM tool you guys are using right now? I'm super curious about that. Let me stop sharing and ask you that. Yeah, what organizational, not, not CRM tools. I want to ask you what organization tools you guys are using right now. And you can choose a multiple. Are you using CRM, Dropbox, G Suite? What? What are you doing? Let's go. Okay, so uh, far and away, the leader is CRM. Most of you are using CRM. But I got to tell you guys, only 57% of you are using CRM. It's only six out of 10. That's barely half. You guys need to be using a CRM just to stay organized. And when I say CRM, come on, I'm not talking about, okay, so CRM, um, you know, um, whether it's Salesforce or Infusionsoft, you know, what are you using? Are you using a spreadsheet? Maybe you're writing things on your hand. I don't know, but you've got to track your leads, guys. 
Because if you have a CRM, uh, everyone in the organization, your whole sales team can be on the same page and that's going to make it easier for you as a leader to track uh, their performance as far as um, closing deals. So uh, in second, of course, you got Dropbox. So that's pretty cool. Um, G Suite, Slack. So yeah, only a third of you are using Slack. That's interesting. WhatsApp, again, um, only about 43%. Uh, oh, password management like LastPass. So only 29% only are using LastPass. We love LastPass because that's another way that you can protect your documents. Um, you don't want to be trying to think of passwords or give your staff passwords because then they can change it. But when you use a password management tool like LastPass, you as the administrator control that and um, you just send them the access, but they can never see the password. It's, it's really cool, really, really cool. Okay, so let me stop sharing. So hopefully you guys got some good ideas here as to how you can manage your team uh, remotely as well using these organizational tools. Okay, cool. So these are wonderful tools that once you, you know, let me just say that like now more than ever, yeah, now more than ever, it's, it's, it's harder in the sense that the technology stack is so much bigger than it ever used to be. But the good news is once you learn them and you start using them, they will make your life a whole lot easier. All right. So these are some organization tools. Uh, now let's talk about some productivity tools. So the productivity, this is how you're going to keep people on track. So if you're worried, this is always the big concern with virtual teams or people working from home is, you know, you might be worried that they're going to be going hiking and they're actually not at the office, right? Or they're not at home or that they're going to be on Facebook or Instagram all day, just having fun or just, you know, watching Netflix all day. So if you're worried about this, um, there's actually a variety of productivity tracking tools that you can use and actually install on their computers. So these range from uh, screen captures that actually take screenshots of their computers on regular intervals so that you can see what they're working on. I love that. Um, or if they've had the same screen up for an hour, right? So if they've had the same screen up for an hour on their computer, well, you know that they're probably away from their computer um, or maybe they're searching the web, right? They're actually just not working. Uh, there's also some other tools that will give you an overview of the time that they spend on different applications or different tasks on their computer. So are they using Photoshop or is it LinkedIn or is it PowerPoint or is it the CRM? Whatever you need them to be doing, uh, you obviously want them to be spending most of their time using those, those apps. So some of these tools will allow you to see where are they spending their time? I love that. So while we actually don't use these um, tracking tools for our staff uh, because we actually have other ways to track their activity, uh, it can be really useful uh, for some of you and will create more accountability for your staff. Your staff need to know that you know what they're doing. And once they know that, you know, big brother <laughs> or big business is watching them, um, you know, they'll, they'll just naturally be more productive because there's that feeling of uh, that, that, that accountability built in. So some software you might want to write down. Uh, there's Time Doctor. We've used that before to actually just track our time to help us manage our time better. So there's Time Doctor, there's a Roadmap app, there's um, Hive Desk and 
you know, scores up. So one thing that I want to add for you guys, just something to think about. Now the CRM, so, you know, Isaac, for example, you just mentioned, hey, the CRM is there. So the CRM is really great for tracking. So that's great. Um, what, what we have to make sure though, is while you can have goals and you can measure their outcomes or their performance at the end of, you know, uh, a month or a quarter, we're, we're talking about, you know, how do you make sure that they're productive now? So if there's any kind of uh, productivity tracking tools that you can use just to kind of uh, keep an eye on them, at least at the beginning, I love trust and you got to trust your team. Um, if they're a highly functioning team, right, and maybe they've worked remotely before, this can be great. But if you have any doubts at all, and it's not even about professionalism, it's just like people get distracted, okay? And I guarantee you, if you're not tracking their performance, like you want to know now, not later, how they're doing, right? So sometimes just letting them know that, that you will be tracking and monitoring will help them take more ownership. But trust is, is, is an important thing, right? And some say you got to earn it. Some say it's, it's there until they break it. I don't know what the answer is. All I know is that research shows that when you have productivity tracking tools, people become more productive. So that's all I'll say about that. But this is a really, really interesting uh, result. I did not expect 89% of you to not uh, be on board with that idea. Maybe you can let it sit and see if it percolates and then uh, you know, maybe you'll change your minds or maybe not and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right. So I got a couple more things that I wanna share with you before, um, before we wrap up that I think you're gonna find really useful. So these are just, you know, a handful of some productivity tools. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we need to manage the current situation because this is unprecedented. It's unlike anything we've ever had to deal with before. So, you know, while we want and we need everyone to be as productive as possible, we also have to be aware that there's gonna be lots of distractions, right? Especially at home with kids, um, especially, you know, some, some, some of you have your kids out of school right now. Um, our kids, as of next week, are going to be on uh, uh, spring holidays. And I'm just shocked that Auntie Joy has been able to keep our kids uh, busy and quiet this whole hour, right? I'm, I'm shocked, really shocked and impressed. But now more than ever, there's tons of distractions. Uh, kids are out of school. Um, you know, one of our sales reps in both the Philippines and Canada the schools are closed right now. So, you know, they're looking after the kids at home. So it's like all hands on deck. Look, the reality is things are gonna take longer to get done now. They're gonna be less productive. So let's just remember to try to balance, you know, the need to make a profit uh, with understanding that, look, it, it's not uh, business as usual right now. I mean, it's very strange times. So something that we've been doing is we've been checking in with our team on a regular basis and just asking them, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? What are you grateful for? Um, and I've shared my feelings with the team. There have been days where I felt uh, confused and frustrated and, and, and at the same time, optimistic and hopeful about the future. So um, just I've been vulnerable and transparent and sharing with my team. And uh, that has helped, I think, um, foster this relationship of trust where we're all feel free to share without, um, you know, um, any repercussions. So I think that's been really helpful. So I just want to share a few tips. Um, <laughs> when you guys remember this, right? 
I've been waiting for this to happen to me on this webinar and, and it hasn't happened. But I remember um, this was like a couple years ago where this guy, the BBC guy was sharing and then all of a sudden his, his kids come crashing through the house, right? So it's bound to happen and you just gotta roll with the punches. I mean, don't take yourself too seriously. So that's what it's like sometimes working from home, believe me, and look, the look on his face is priceless. It's one of resignation, it's one of rage. It's just crazy, just crazy. So here's just a few final tips on um, how you can keep your staff motivated when they're working from home, because it's not as easy, right? So here's how. Uh, you gotta constantly, constantly check in on them, all the time. Invest in them, okay? Give them the training that they need right now. And it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, the last thing that you wanna do, okay, the last thing that you wanna do is to have your team at home and they're not busy, they're not doing anything. Or maybe they're getting distracted or losing focus. So if you wanna keep your team motivated, train them. I've got one customer that like, they're retailers. Well, their product advisors can't sell anymore. So they're working from home. Well, what the heck is a retail sales rep supposed to do when they're working from home? So we said, look, sign them up for SoCo Academy, our e-learning program, so they can actually be learning some sales skills instead of watching Netflix. So that's the thing. So right now, most of our clients are implementing our e-learning platform, SoCo Academy, and they're pairing it with live webinars like this so that we can actually keep training their teams. We've been doing private webinars too on how to sell using digital tools like this, um, how to network online, Pretty much all of our seven pillars that you see here, we can also train virtually, and that's been awesome. Um, with a private group, we can even open it up for more collaboration and more sharing. This is more of a, you know, I'm sharing some ideas and tips with you, but when we do a, a virtual workshop with a team, it's a lot more interactive and we're doing some activities and some exercises and some brainstorming and sharing. We've got the team sharing their cameras, their videos, they're unmuted so we can talk. We put them into breakout sessions so they can work as pairs or groups in different virtual breakout rooms. It's just awesome. Um, and we break up the training. If it's a one day program, we break it into, you know, 90 minute bite-sized sessions with some breaks. Um, and we've just found honestly, that it's just as engaging when you do it right as live training. And to be honest, it just helps bring your remote sales teams closer together.